who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone and welcome to the positively processing podcast i'm your host steve fountas with me is positively underscore eric the Twitter. other host. The other host. How's it going? That's the other one? You're the host. Oh, well, the, other, the, host. the other We're we're, we're both the hosts. <laughs> you're, the, host. you're the host. I'm just it's kind I'm of the, weird. We're, the, uh, normally we record on like Thursday night for a Friday show, but that didn't work. We were supposed to record. I fell asleep. Yeah. But so we're recording Sunday night for a Monday yeah. show. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. <God. laughs> so uh, this week... Uh, we're going to talk about, like I posted in the Facebook group, now and then, wrestling stuff that was better then, and stuff that maybe is better now, and we'll talk what's maybe nostalgia goggles, and what's maybe actually was bad, what we thought it was good, and all this other stuff uh, this week on the show. I mentioned the Facebook group, you could definitely join that if you're not already a part of it, please do. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, same thing to search for in your favorite podcast app, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, hit subscribe, we'll be there for you with fun shows looking at nostalgia wrestling and God knows what else we go on weird tangents all the time. So, uh, also on Twitter at PPW podcast, you can follow the main shows account there, Instagram PPW underscore podcast. And we're all over the internet chatting it up. All over baby. Eric's going out of town tomorrow. So let's, you know, let's hop in a, or maybe Tuesday, I don't know when you're going hop in and and talk some, some nostalgic wrestling. See what's what and who's who. See what's what. Uh, you've been watching current because we're going to talk a little current wrestling stuff. You've been watching any current stuff? Um, or any yeah, the... I've been watching uh, AEW the past couple of weeks. Uh, I'm trying to be more consistent with that. Uh, SmackDown, Raw, not so much. I'll just like catch clips of uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just main things that happened. Um, yeah, it's really about it. I'm just watching Legends House for the 600th time over here. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching the Stone Cold Takes on America. I've been watching the... I don't, I don't like that as treasure much as I thought I would. I don't like the Stone Cold as much as I thought I would. Oh, I like the treasure, it. The treasure hunt's clearly staged and fake, but I don't care. I just like seeing the stuff. Like, sure. did you see the ma- the Macho episode that, like, guys has all of, like, his gear ever? That was insane. Yeah. That was pretty cool to check out. Like the old, like he's like, here's the boots he got bit in when, when the snake bit him. I'm like, holy crap, how do you own these? <laughs> um, Did you see the, then, Gold, the Goldberg one? Not yet. It's on the DVR, uh, so I'll, I'll probably check that out later tonight. But. Yeah, they're in, they're in the guy's house, and Goldberg's like searching down these gloves that he, uh, um, uh, what, like, did the undefeated streak in. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, those are it. Those are it. He's telling the guys, like, oh, man, I haven't seen those in forever. And so he, go, he leaves the room. He's like, I got to tell you something, Mick. And Mick's like, yeah, yeah, what's that? He's like, those aren't my gloves. He's like, what do you mean they're not your gloves? He's like, I just, I, he's like, I just noticed just now. He's like, I always cut off the first knuckle and those mm-hmm. aren't cut. And Mick's like, oh, no, what do we tell him? <laughs> and this guy paid a lot of money for him. And Goldberg, like, first says, oh, yeah, those are mine. So this guy's got, like, 
He's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but he breaks his heart later on. So I felt bad. Okay. Well, spoiler alert for anyone looking to watch. Spoiler that. alert. It was, it was about three weeks old now. <laughs> uh, we lost someone in the wrestling world this past week. The oh, Iron Sheik Bubba. passed away. Yeah. Iron Sheik passed away. And if you're looking for kind of a cool documentary, I, I don't know if it's still on Amazon Prime. If not, it's pretty cheap to find. It's just called The Sheik. Mm-hmm. Uh, break you back, make you humble. It's about him, the real legend. It's about him, yeah. uh, not not so much the the character he's become, but just kind of his story, his family, mm-hmm. uh, his whole his whole thing. It's pretty good, so check that out. Um, for me, he he's always Colonel Mustafa to me. He was never the Iron Sheik because I was too young, <laughs> um, but he was always Colonel Mustafa to me. You know, yeah, he, and, he got a little resurgence, um, you know, later on in the 2000s with uh, the Howard Stern show. And I yeah. just loved having him on there and him and Artie Lang would go back and forth. And Artie Lang, he would pretend to be the Iron Sheik and then he argued with the real Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Twitter came out and then he's, you know, posting his daily thoughts, which at the beginning was fun. But I still follow yeah. him, but it's like not that yeah. interesting that much anymore. Yeah, it was a, it was a moment in time, I guess you could yeah. say. But either way, he uh, he beat Bob Backlund, you know, beat him for the mm-hmm. championship. He would always be known as the guy that helped Hulkamania get launched because he he lost to Hogan and Hogan won the championship. And we were on, we were all now we're all here today. So shout out to the Iron Sheik for helping us out there. With uh, speaking of uh, Hulk Hogan, did you? I don't know if you saw it. So Hulk Hogan was on the Full Send podcast, which is I don't really I don't get why it's so popular. If you're a podcast, if you're a podcast fan, I mean, more power to you if, if mm-hmm. you like that. I just don't get it. It's just two guys talking. Anyway, if you want to hear a guy just lie for sixty minutes straight, go ahead and watch it because his his timelines are out of order. What he's saying is out is of it, order. Is it a video podcast All, or audio? Audio. It's video too, it but is. you can watch on YouTube. Just type in Hulk Hogan full send. Oh. Just everything is just a lie after a lie. I'm like this is amazing, and to the point now where it's like, well, whatever. He's a the way I look at it. Like Hogan's been a wrestler since seventy something, right? Mm-hmm. So he's been basically living as a liar since nineteen like seventy <laughs> something. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Like, okay, whatever. He's fine. He let him let him live his life. So, mm-hmm. and when we were kind of like tying in to the theme of today's show. When we were younger, we just assumed everything was true that the wrestlers said and that WWF put out. Like, oh, this is this is just how it is. There was no way to to fact check unless you're getting the Meltzer newsletter in the mail, you know, a sheet of paper, right? And yeah. Studying it, like you, there was no real place to find it. So uh, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Before we do any anything, you've been doing in a wrestling collecting world or anything mm. you've been. Well, last time I, I told you, I was uh, uh, I bought that Danny Davis. So I, yeah, I finally yeah. got that in the mail the other day, and uh, the hands that I had, I have a bunch of you know uh, interchangeable hands from all the figures that I have. So I was trying to put together, you know, maybe uh, one, two, three, or something. So one had the big five, uh, yeah, you know, five fingers, and the other one had three. I'm like, oh, okay, he'll just, I'll just pretend he's uh, doing a, up counting up to ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the hands he had were just like uh, they would hold like microphones or something. The C grips. See what? Oh, secrets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we, I, I think he came with another set of hands, but I didn't get those. You just like got the, the build like of fire hands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nothing really over here. Just, I've been reorganizing some of my stuff and kind of reorganized the wall of figures that I have. So everything's kind of in order now and with the ultimates and a couple of the legends I still have for the Minton cards. And yeah. Um, no real like autographs or anything I'm really looking for just yet. There was 
uh, a big debate in like a Facebook group about Posca pen paint pens versus like Sharpie paint pens, uh-huh. which was hilarious. And like the one guy who was like super pro Sharpie paint pen, he was like, "Well, the Poscas will scratch." I'm like, "How? Like who is getting autographed figures and like throwing them? Like he, <laughs> you get it, it dries and it goes in a shelf. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't just like fall off. So like I'm sure if you handled it, it would scratch." Like the autograph would peel or whatever, but like mm-hmm. I don't know that doesn't make sense to me. But uh, I've gotten some Sharpie paint pen sign and I've gotten some Posca signs. The Sharpies dry faster, but the Poscas are deaf. They're just brighter. They look cooler. So I don't. You don't have any sign figures, do you? You never really got into that. No, you're, I never liked the look of it. Yeah, you're you're, you're all you, you like to let them breathe, so to say. Well, I do have some things in in boxes, but most of it's out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I did put in a, a bid. It was not a bid. It was on Mercari. And it was a nice, I don't know if you know those uh, uh, riser displayers that WWE had, yeah. had the scratch logo. So I have some of those. And I, I keep wanting to add more just because, you know, at some point I'm going to build up like two tier, three tier because you can stack them. And they're always like ridiculously priced. And for the seller, you know, good for you. Try to get that money. But the one that I saw, it had like 18 positions for figures and it was like 25 bucks. I'm like, oh, this is a good deal because usually they're like fifty bucks, forty five dollars. It's, it's crazy because even the little black stands um, that the figures like would stand on display stands, they want yeah, like, yeah. like three of them for ten bucks. I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah, little pieces <laughs> of to, plastic. Yeah, you go to rings, I get twenty five for six. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so anyway, I'm like, okay, well, it's twenty five dollars. I had a ten percent off coupon that Mercari sent me. I'm like, well, let me just see if this guy will take twenty. So I sent him an offer for 20. I get an email probably like 530 in the morning. This Someone sold, uh, they sold at 23. I'm like, I should have just did 25. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm looking at other stuff and it's like the same thing. Like I'll find something that has 28 mm-hmm. positions, but $56. I'm like, nah, that's too much money. Yeah. Um, other than that, you and I are going to go to the AEW Collision yeah, debut yeah, show on Saturday. That'll be fun. We're at the United Center. and The second coming of, of Punk. CM Punk's return, he's going to wrestle with FTR. He's in a six-man match. And the United Center is always a fun time to go to just to hang out. And, mm-hmm. and it's a, you know, it's the house that Jordan built and all that other stuff. So it'll be fun next Saturday night. And we're going to see the debut of AEW Collision. We'll check out, we'll check that out. Maybe we'll have a, we'll have a report for next week for our show after that. So let everyone know how it was going. We'll, live. Re- we'll report to Meltzer and let him know. Send him the results. Text him. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> At two minutes and 13 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're talking about now and then stuff because we talk pretty much exclusively on the show look backs uh you know discussions are all it's all old wrestling you know nostalgia mm-hmm. and through that we've been able to, to determine a few things one some of the stuff is better than we remembered right and some of the stuff is not so good uh but there's so many different things to talk about when it comes to the different just everything from the style of wrestling to the accessibility of it to the merchandise with it to everything like was it better now was it better then all that stuff so we'll, we'll talk it through here this week um and kind of go through it a couple of people on facebook commented so we'll, we'll try to read those too mm-hmm. and, and go through it but so what the one thing i was thinking about mainly was when i was watching i think i forgot what i was watching something some last wwe pay-per-view where it's I get why they do it now because styles change, but like I kind of know the beats of a match now. Like you know when the finish is coming, you know when the false finishes are coming. You kind of you can see it, 
right? Oh, there's a Canadian destroyer, and here is a false finish kickout, and here you're, like, you're waiting for the guy to come in. Yeah. And not to say that older wrestling in the 80s and 90s didn't have that, but the false finish was so few and far between for like the, the kick out of a finisher. Like yeah. that barely happened. So I just feel like the athleticism and the wrestlers are clearly better now, but the, the, the storytelling of a match is it's again, it's tough to say cause it's not like it's bad now. It's, it was just, so, it was different back then. I think I preferred it to now and I don't I, begrudge I think anyone. One of the, the, one of the things that I really liked is that, um, like older matches, they would end with a. The, the match would end with a move that wasn't always like a finishing move. It could be a schoolboy roll up. I mean, that happens a lot now, but mm-hmm. just it could be a schoolboy roll up. It could be uh, like Sami Zayn will do the blue thunder bomb, and sometimes you know back then that might have gotten a win, but every time he does it, I don't know why the crowd. I, mean, I know why they count, but it's like he's not going to get a three on it. Yeah, like just every once in a while, like let's give me a roll up win, you know, yeah, like give WrestleMania me a blue eight. Thunder Bomb win, let's go, and then like, uh, WrestleMania eight, Macho Man won with a roll up holding the tights, won the uh-huh. title, you know, it wasn't yeah. a, a finish was, with the elbow. It was a big deal because uh, good guys didn't hold tights, right? It didn't and bend the rules. Seth Rollins does like that superplex off the top, then rolls through and hits him with the the Falcon Arrow. Boom! That should be a win. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's two huge moves. Like back in the day, even today, or even like. like even like Kenny Omega, like the V trigger, like the, mm-hmm. the V trigger, like through the rope, like that should be a finish at some yeah. point. You don't you need know, to hit it seventeen times. <laughs> um, again, it's not to say it's bad because there's still like modern day wrestling matches. This past, even this past year, mm-hmm. been freaking incredible. Like the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley match from WrestleMania, yeah. like that was a modern match with false finishes, but it was awesome. Like you were hooked the entire time and and all that too. So that was just the one thing I thought about where it was older matches. There was just the different pacing in a different way of doing it mm-hmm. and i just think i prefer that and i think people that listen to our show prefer that too um and it isn't just the characters because obviously the characters are way different and they're larger than life and that was because they were chemically enhanced in some of the cases why they were larger than life but it, it was just it just felt different right and and it's easier yeah. to say i think people's like oh that's nostalgia glasses as a kid and that's true but we've gone back and looked at these shows as adults and we have the same, like, we look at it objectively. We try not to talk about the nostalgia stuff. We were mentioned, like, oh, when I was a kid, this happened. It's kind of the the theme of the show. Hey, remember <laughs> when this? When I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. It's like, hey, remember, what, this is where I was at the time, you know. Uh, yeah. But we look back at those and we're like, oh, wow, this was awesome, and here's why it's awesome. And, like, this, look at the crowd, like, getting into it and all that stuff, too. So we we... we we walk the walk in addition to talking the talk, looking back at this stuff. Yeah. So one of the things that I have is like going back, it was hard to find, you know, in our area, it was uh, WWF television. And sometimes you'd see WCW NWA. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was like, you know, I did see those, but then one day I came home and turned on ESPN. It was like global championship wrestling. I'm like, Whoa, what is this? So just the fact that there's like this third, option out there i'm like oh i gotta see what this is and that's when i first saw the patriot and um uh, the lightning kid i forgot i think it was lightning kid uh, yeah, yeah global wrestling global championship whatever it was and today it's it's easier to find stuff so if you're craving like new stuff you can go on youtube you can look at mlw you can look at um impact wrestling aew Mm-hmm. Um, just so many different things czw and C- gcw all this stuff yeah mm-hmm. for sure so it's kind of cool to have that option too it's like okay well i'm want to see 
you know, you're just curious and you want to watch other stuff. Cause I, or there's I like, or there's like buzz of someone online. Like, where do I find this guy? Mm-hmm. And you can look him up. Yeah. Yeah. For a while there was mention of, uh, the, the Samoan werewolf, um, related to the bloodline i forget his name but i'm just going samoan werewolf i'm like okay let me watch some mlw and i watch a couple shows of that i'm like oh that's pretty fun you know you got a bunch of people you don't know anything about (laughs) you're just watching them he's like oh they're pretty good they're pretty good oh i like this and i like that and you know it's a lot of it's a lot of fun yeah Uh, so what do you prefer do you prefer like the like the like the discovery like oh look what i stumbled upon or yeah now the discovery is like the best part of, of both so, you know, going back, it's like, I wish there were more options. I, I don't wish there was a computer back then because I changed everything, but also it, it opened up a lot. Yeah. I think the idea of, like you said, flipping on the TV, like, oh, what's this wrestling I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the first time I, I, I stumbled across WCW because we had cable, but it must've been like our parents monitored us, like our TV watching. So because it could have been like tiered. Yeah, but like we were, we had like TBS. So, because uh-huh. uh, WWF Superstars was on Fox, like the local channel. So you didn't mm-hmm. need cable for it. Right. All American Wrestling was on USA. Primetime was on USA. So eventually I started being able to watch Primetime Wrestling and all that stuff. But but just flipping out, like, oh, this is new wrestling. Even now, I think if I still have cable and. If I was like scrolling through the guide and it said like wrestling and it said like MLW on like a random cable channel, I'd flip it on. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. cool because it's like an it's it's different. It's different than and also with the internet and with like YouTube or whatever. It it it's, it goes back to why I prefer like physical movies as opposed to streaming them because mm-hmm. with a physical movie, I'm gonna since it's in the player. I'm going to give it some time before I, if I'm going to decide if it's good or bad, right? Yeah. Or the streaming one, because there's so many options literally at my fingertips, the movie's got like six minutes before I'm like, all right, I'm, if it's dumb, <laughs> I'm out. You know, I got a million right. other things I could watch, like in a second. Same thing with like wrestling. Like with, it's, it's especially tough with wrestling, with storytelling. If I'm watching like an episode of Impact or something on YouTube and I'm like, eh, this, this match, this opening match didn't get me. I'm not going to, I'm going to go to something else. Right. Mm, yeah. Whereas if it was on cable, I think I'd stick with it. I'm like, oh, let's check this out. Like, let's let's see what these guys have here. You know, what am I going to watch a rerun of Seinfeld or like Wonder Woman on TBS or something? But right, or TNT. So that's that. I think is it was better back then. Was the discovery aspect of finding wrestling? You know, it was it was cool. It was different. And the d- discovery too back then it was um, Glow. I'm like, oh man, Glow. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Oh baby. <laughs> And even, even watching the Netflix uh, special of Glow, I'm like, that just brought me back to like, oh man, he's like, I remember I was a kid, I was watching this, I don't know, it was like Channel 66 in this area, at like 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock on a Saturday or Sunday, whatever it was, it was just like an odd time to be on, but, you know, for a couple of weeks, I remember like trying to find out if it was on at that same time every week, and it was, mm-hmm. so, it's just, yeah, it's just a discovery of, of So this this next one is, is something that was on the Facebook group, and uh, Chris Somia brought it up. He said, I could think of, of a good one better back then. No damn social media. And that's true, right? Like, you didn't... I'm guilty of it now, too. Like, I'll watch a pay-per-view, and my first instinct is to go, like, what did everybody else think? So I'll go online, like, see what everyone else thought. Did they think the same thing I did? All that. Like, I shouldn't care. I should be, like, talking to my friends. Like, if you were over for a pay-per-view, like, yeah. oh, what'd you think? That was cool. But our buddy Steve Hoker commented, he said, I agree, but on the flip side, Without social media, I would never have met so many amazing wrestling friends like you. 
even though social media can be a real dumpster fire, it can be amazing too. It's true. Like we wouldn't have a show without social media. No, would no we, way. No, no one would ever find us. It's like who know? are these clowns setting up yeah, their, these, their CB radio show channel, channel 12. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Like, so that it's good and bad, but at the same time, I do think we were definitely better off as fans before social media one, because like, for example, the CM Punk stuff with AEW, right? Yeah. I have a couple wrestling friends that are, like, casual that don't go, that are not in the aid, the social media wrestling thing at all. Mm-hmm. So they have no idea about all this backstage. There was a fight with the Punk and the Elite. They have, He has no idea. My buddy's like, oh, Punk's back. That's cool. And, like, that's what we would have thought of back then. Like, oh, he's injured. He's out. That's it. We wouldn't have mm-hmm. known all this stuff. Right. Um, it's yeah, all I, like, I tried to explain it to, um, to a friend at work. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to the... Uh, uh, AEW show Saturday. Like I'm excited. You know, yeah, it, it's a new show. CM Punk is coming back, and they're like, "Where'd he go?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, come on!" I'm like, "They got in a backstage fight, and they got yeah. suspended, and then you know they had their titles taken away." <laughs> I'm like, "They're like, shut up, nerd." <laughs> yeah, you're like, "This is a like you say it out loud, like wow, deal. like wow, I'm embarrassed to talk yeah. about like in, in my head, it's like bigger than what it really is." <laughs> right. Um, another thing with the social media too is is the spoilers. And like the plans, like, oh, this is where they're planning on going. And do you remember the first time you ended up finding like internet wrestling news, like around when that was, what year you just started Not discovering? Really. Okay. I mean, it was, was, around, it was probably AOL or something. I don't know. I think ours was around seventh or eighth grade. So 97, 98. Um, remember web TV? We talked about web TV oh, on the yeah. show before. And uh, we were at Sears. <laughs> And like they had the web TV demo, and my uh-huh. friend and I are like going on there, like WrestleScoops dot like CJB dot net, <laughs> like yeah. on the just big ass TV in Sears, trying to like read up on what's going to happen with Nitro the next week. So that's kind of <laughs> when I first we first found it, and since then it's been an ongoing quest. Like I gotta know what's going to happen. I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta yeah. know. Um, and because who who wants to pay for those eight hundred numbers? No nine or nine hundred numbers. Nine hundred numbers. Nine hundred nine ninety nine hundred. You get little the inside regal scoop right now. Only, uh-huh. only find out if you call yeah, this it, number. It'd be a te- or Remember the ECW like buffers is like Paul Heyman's like, and now someone from WCW going to Some the crazy WWF. Metal music in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <With> flames. Yeah. <laughs> so the good news is you could get news now without paying. <laughs> yeah. Forty bucks free now. Yeah, pretty much everything is free. Um, which is why live event tickets are so damn expensive for everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that that's I'd, I'd say it was better than not knowing. Yeah, not knowing I mean, I, I do like social media because I can follow other wrestlers. I can see what they're doing. I can, I don't know, get to know the more personal side of them. It, it, because I mean, by now, kayfabe's blown. I mean, people know that they're just kind of actors at this point, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah but either that they, or I'll see like what happened uh, or something, some big highlight from Monday Night Raw because. I didn't want to spend the three hours or two hours trying to fast forward and watch and whatever, and I'll, I'll see highlight clips. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Just to kind of stay in the loop if I do watch it next week. What about something you like now as opposed to then? What, I know you sent me a couple lists of things. What, what's one thing you're like, oh, now it's better because of this? Um, yeah, I think one of the things I had was better now it was social media because it was easier for me to catch up and find out what happened on TV or pay-per-views yeah. versus waiting for magazines to come out. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so, the, I mean, the magazines PWI, were awesome, yeah. you know, back in the day because that's where you got your information. But now it's like, now that, I mean, the, uh, magazines are pretty much obsolete. Or, yeah, Or what do you call true. it? Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, yeah I guess obsolete because now you yeah. just go online, you type in whatever. Oh, this would happen. Okay, cool. And then I, my, uh, my my need is satisfied. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just yeah. figured out I didn't have to spend you know six ninety nine for a magazine just to read two pages of it. And obviously, one thing that's better now access to Peacock slash WWE Network. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like that's just incredible. You know, I, I I mean I'll always be you know want to hold on to my actual DVDs and tapes and VHS and all that because it's kind of the original stuff. But at any given time, like I would never been able to dream of like. Flip it on Bash at the Beach 95 mm-hmm. at any time I want when I was a kid, you know, or a WrestleMania or a, a primetime wrestling or a Monday Night Raw, like remember, or like a random Raw. Like every Raw is on there. You can go back and watch a Raw from like 2001 <laughs> or like 94. It Pick a date. Yeah, exactly. And that's so great. And and guys live forever with it. And um, I was watching, uh, speaking of Peacock, I was watching, I don't know if you ever watched the Legends with JBL show where he does a sit down interview with guys. Yeah, I used to watch those uh, when they first came out. Yeah, so I re- I watched, I must have missed it, but I watched them with, um, it was Hall and Nash, and Hall was like, or not Hall, Nash was like, shit, these guys talk about the network, like, where's my check? He's like, shit, I see my check every every time I go to an autograph sign, there's a kid there who must wasn't even born during the Wolfpack, but the with network makes me, shirt. he's like, he makes me immortal, fuck it, shit, you know, I'll sign it, 40 bucks, pal. Um, but yeah, that's, that's I mean, just having that stuff at any yeah. time is just amazing, and and you mentioned it, it, that I watched um, Starcade or Clash of the Champions Nine. I watched uh, Rick okay, Flair and that? Funk. I quit yeah. match. I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen that match in forever. And I go back. I'm watching this, and you know, I forgot Terry Funk had abs. <laughs> <laughs> like he he was in shape, and uh, Flair was in shape. It was a good match. Yeah, having that just is awesome. And as much as on the flip side of that. We have lost, and we're never getting back, the going to the video store and the discovery of, like, what am I going to get? And right. do I try? Do I want to try, look? Do I want to risk it? Because you only get one rental when you're a kid for the weekend. <laughs> you know, do I risk for it? For the weekend. Oh, man. Like, do I risk it and get something I haven't seen before? Or do I go an Old Faithful? Like, I know WrestleMania 7 is going to kick ass, so I just rent this. Right. You or know, Survivor or, Series 89 or 90. <laughs> yeah, or do I try this one? Like, I don't really like the cover art of this SummerSlam 89, but yeah. I've never seen it. So you, you, you figure that out. So that's gone. Uh-huh. But there is still some discovery with Peacock, I'd imagine, for a new fan to go back and watch them they've never seen before. There's no real risk involved. There's no there's no stakes, I should say, for no. the fan to watch it. But, but having this at our fingertips is amazing. Uh, another thing that's better now, we talk about a little bit in this show, is that if you're a collector, like the figures now are just so great. They are. You know, the Hasbros, of course, are awesome, but compared to the, like, back at, back, compared to now, like these Ultimate Editions, they make like those Jack specific figures look like garbage. Like just literal garbage, you know? Yeah. And, and they've got a charm to them, but these ones are just, um, and they just keep getting better, right? Yeah, I, so I, I've, I go through the, I haven't bought or sold anything through the wrestling groups that I'm in, but I, I still, I'm still in it. And I see, oh, selling jacks, you know, $60. I'm like, why? Like the, <laughs> the legs are like gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> the faces aren't that great. I don't know. I, I, I get why somebody, like for me, Mattel would be my thing like 10 years from now. And maybe there's something better, but for me, like Mattel's the thing. And I'm like, hey, this Mattel's awesome. Like, what are you talking about? This one's way better. I'm like, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> so I'm sure yeah, there's it's... a bunch of Jax fans out there that, that think Mattel's garbage and they prefer the Jax. 
I guess, but it's pretty clear what's the best. It's these right, the ultimate right, right, editions right, is just right, the right. best. They're so good, and ju- and just the pop figures, and just going back and um, like the the Jada diecast figures they have, like Brock. Le- I got Brock Lesnar, I got a Triple H, I got a Page, um, the little micro brawlers. Uh, you know, I got a, just so many different figures now. You could just pick from like, oh, I like this guy. So you get like six or seven different versions of them. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, we got a, a comment again from the Facebook group, Steve Hoker. He said, better now, we just talked about the ease of access to wrestling content, but on the flip side, not having that ease of access to everything made it getting to finally see a show or getting to watch pay-per-view live made it feel that much more special. That's true. Like, pay-per-views were appointment viewing. You missed it, you missed it. You Definitely. Know? And that's why we You're, recorded them. And they had that yeah. uh, warning at the front. It's illegal mm-hmm. to record this. <laughs> Did you ever do the timer with the, like set the timer for the VCR? Were you sophisticated enough to do that? Where it, you could, your timer could go off at a certain time. You set the clock and it would no, turn on the time. No, I, I didn't trust it. You didn't. Tr- <laughs> no, I, I had to, I had to press record like right at the right second. <laughs> like yeah. I just wait. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. Show for- my fingers on the button, just waiting, ready to press it. Yeah, it fades to black. It co- starts to come back. Bam! I hit the button. And then you had it. You could watch it as many times as you wanted. Yeah, right? that was uh, the but now, yeah, but now it's just like, eh, well, I'll watch it later. <laughs> it's like there's a premium live event pay per view on Saturday. Like, yeah, eh, I'll get my. Sometimes my will text me watching this. I'm like, no, I'll watch it in the morning. Like when I wake up, like I'm not gonna like get started <laughs> now. I'm not gonna like fight to stay asleep. But yeah, and having that's also because there's so many of them. So it's like, well, you know, my my interest in a pay per view. You know, pretty much every time, because there was, I mean, before, when there was the big four, then kind of like the big five, you had two, three-month build-up, four-month build-up for stuff. But now it's like three weeks of build-up, storyline changes, bam, that matches over, new storyline. Three weeks down, maybe it continues, maybe it doesn't, but it's just, everything happens so fast. So if you don't watch wrestling for six months, I doubt anything that happened the first time or when you're watching it, except for, even the bloodline's been changed in the past six months. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's just, it, it's so much faster because there's so much. Um, it has to be. And that's not bad. Just, it has to be. No, but I do like the older stuff where you could, you know, just the Build. slow burn of all the stories. Yeah. Well, AEW only has four pay-per-views a year. And they, they build yeah. stories out. And there's and people complain about that. Like, oh, they've got to drag this out. But I, I feel like a half that roster is like does something for three weeks. And the next time they're doing something different, it's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not with this new show, this collision show they got. Yeah. There will be like guys like Andrade or like Miro will have like here mm-hmm. in like a House of Black. Like you have a storyline because if you only have two hours a week, because no one's watching Rampage anymore, no one's watching no. wrestling at ten o'clock at night. I'm glad that show exists because for me, it's the perfect like Saturday morning flipping on the DVR, like just chill out and watch it while I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> like it's fine for me. But you and can't I, drive I feel, it. I feel like an hour is a good, is a good time, you know, for wrestling. Because I remember I used to watch Ring of Honor on Fight TV. It's an hour, you know, three, four matches, boom, boom, boom. It's good. It's you know, it, it told a story. You know, wait till next time. That's another thing that was better back then was not having five hour pay per views. Oh, that's that's insane. Even the yeah. three hour Raws or two hour Smackdowns. I mean, they're if you if you can record it and fast forward it, it's tolerable. Yeah, back in the day, if there was a three-hour Raw, it was like, oh, this is like appointment. Oh, this is crazy. Two hours, two and a half yeah. hours. This is nuts. Now you're like, it's a slog <laughs> to get through. It and is. and that's, and you know, AEW does like a five-hour pay-per-view and all that. And I get it. It's only, you know, a few times a year. But like, give me just under three hours is perfect for a pay-per-view. You know, you get your kind of your, you, you book it correctly and all that. That's like back in the day, these mm-hmm. WrestleManias, 
there the, even WrestleMania like seven was three and a half, but still that's fine. Like for WrestleMania, WrestleMania can be four hours. That's fine. It's the big show of the year. But you know, I don't I don't need backlash to be that long. Although <laughs> WWE's been getting better at that lately of having yeah. of having shorter shows. That's been good, but it's still rough to get through the pay per views. That is right. Um, I love all the content. Um, I mean, yeah. not not just on the network, but you got your AEW. I mean, your A and E shows. Um, even the wrestlers showing up on TV, I thought was fun back then. And I don't know if anybody watched the new, uh, I mean, it's not new anymore, but it was the, the, the revamp punky Brewster. It was on Peacock for one season. And I think maybe episode five or six, whatever it was, there's a little, so, uh, punky Brewster grows up. She's a mom and she kind of like takes in this little, little, um, I guess like a little punky Brewster, but she's like a blonde. I forgot the girl's name, but anyways, she goes to a signing and ends up being like Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte is on this TV show. And I remember how cool it was to see like Big Van Vader or King Kong Bundy on TV shows. I'm like, man, this is nice. Yeah, when they would just pop up for sure. That uh-huh. was that was always cool when you get like the unexpected, like, oh, a wrestler's on, you know, a real, a real show. So that yeah. fake show that they're on all mm-hmm. the time. And even today, um, my dad will be like, oh, uh, Roman Reigns is going to be on The Tonight Show. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> or, go. Or, or he'll say, John Cena's on this, uh, or no, Wheel, uh, Xavier Woods was on Wheel of Fortune. He's really smart. I'm like, that's Yeah, my awesome. dad, <laughs> my dad was texting me updates. He's like, the WWE guys are on the wheel. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's giving me updates. <laughs> And that's fun that, you know, well, I mean, for us, other people are like like thinking of us when they see wrestlers on TV. Um, another Facebook comment from Matt Kona here. It says, one of the things, lack of fear of missing out was better back then. Mm-hmm. Aside from the commercials, what other figures were on the pegs or picture in the back of the car? You didn't know what other figures were out there that you couldn't get. Like UK Gloobs, I had no idea about, for example. Like, yeah, you you weren't worried. You didn't have FOMO like oh what am i missing what do i gotta get because you didn't know right. like unless you saw it somewhere like i don't know what this is right yeah my so fomo maybe- my fomo back then had to have been andre the giant hasbro like i because i wanted to recreate the hogan because you see all that stuff in your kids i mean they even replayed wrestlemania 3 you know going into hogan's history and all that stuff and you know even on the the package and you've got all these wrestlers like oh i need andre i need andre I yeah. went to KB Toys. I went to Toys R Us. I went to the Toys R Us. You know, probably three Toys R Us in this area. And I'm like, I, I mean, I was a kid. I went with my mom. She took me. <laughs> I'm like, I need to find this Andre the Giant. She's like, all right, well, we'll go to Toys R Us in Chicago Ridge, you know, for something else, for like a birthday or whatever. And it's like, I could never find him. And I was so pissed. <laughs> Did you ever get him? No. Did, have you? What about as an adult? See, even if I'm, lo- I'm like, you know what, I want the on. I'm like, it doesn't really do anything for me now because it was more of the hunt and, and finding. Yeah, for it. sure. Because um, the other guy I did find after like looking for it because I wanted to um, get a, a Akeem to go with my boss man. Because mm-hmm. I got I got the first boss man, which was the bad boss man, Twin Towers. Sure. Yeah, and you know I finally found that at a KB toy store at the the mall by us. So I'm like, all oh, right. I'm like, Ma, can I get it? Of course, she's not going to tell me no because I was a good boy. <laughs> most of the time <laughs> except when you're jumping off your bed onto your bed breaking the wheels off of it or whatever you did but that that was that was recreating the action that i was seeing on tv mm-hmm. busted, did you ever wheels i mean we all wrestled like our pillows our wrestling bunnies mm. or whatever right did you ever go into like your parents bag because it was bigger and use no. it as your ring no oh. never i stayed okay. out of my parents room uh, we I used to do that because my parents. And looking back now, it was just a regular like king or queen size bed. It wasn't like massive, but it looks like 
so big and they had a well, when you have a, a twin bed, bed and you're a little kid that looks gigantic and they had a bed frame right and the, uh-huh. the back bed frame like in where the foot of the bed was like i could stand on it so i was jumping off that was yeah, like top rope and all that stuff and i and my both my parents worked so my sister watched me and like uh, that was all i was doing was just you know booking matches having five doing five stars in my parents bedroom <laughs> you know, false finishes all that stuff on there um you know elbow drops false to the finishes what was my i think my finisher was like a superplex into a like a body slam off the like top superplex. rope was like my my that's finisher like, that's like pre-seth rollins yeah man i was i was seth before i was before seth i was mm-hmm. i was the man um but yeah that, that i definitely remember doing that i never i never got close to being cocked i was smart enough to know like my parents were like what are you doing in my room type of thing mm-hmm. um but yeah i was i was always up there caught doing doing fun times doing mystery matches for sure or not mystery mystery um <laughs> <laughs> mystery cards for for me okay. and like it was just me it was just me by myself you know with my imagination and and my kids i i catch them sometimes doing it like in their room when they're yeah. playing like doing stuff and and kind of coming up with scenarios and that's all that. That's good. Too. I mean, that's so healthy. Good. Yeah, it is for sure, for sure. Um, by the way, my if you guys hear any background, as my wife's upstairs watching the Tony Awards, and I was just joking, and I was like, the Tony Awards. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm gonna go talk about talk about drama. Tony I got real Danza drama. Awards. I got a I got a T-shirt that says "There is no drama like wrestling," and uh, it's from as an Eddie Kaufman quote. So I was just, this is real drama, real, uh-huh. real sports athleticism and all that stuff this is our soap opera kid uh you think this isn't real try to lace in my boots remember that commercial (laughs) yeah i do what else anything else you gotta gotta talk about or better or worse or or stuff like that from now because i got a few more things um i think that's i mean we covered you know with the with the the facebook stuff covered you know a couple of my things i had already yeah um another thing i think was better Oh, back then. yeah, I do have something. Never mind. Okay, one, one of the things that was better back then was the 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 toned-downness of the production. Like, I love the big WrestleMania stage much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. But, I, and I've talked about this before, the gigantic raw screen and then the augmented reality images and the LED light poles, like, it's distracting me from what I should be concentrating on which is the wrestlers in the ring. Maybe right? that's the smoke and, and mirrors. And, and I'm not saying like, we like talk like WrestleMania one or two, where it's like the dingy, just the spotlight in the arena. Mm-hmm. Like give me like WrestleMania after WrestleMania three, basically when the lights were turned on, like that was perfect. You could see everything. There was a little bit of pyro sometimes. Like I think a toned down version is better as a fan for me. Cause I like, I want to concentrate on the wrestlers and, and the story of the match and the promos and all that. Whereas, all this extra stuff is just distracting to me. <laughs> so I'm just, yeah. just an old man. So I, I, for me, it was it's it was the older shows that the more intimate arenas because I've it's I think the house not the house shows but the television shows say AEW and uh, WWE do you know they're almost like the size of what WrestleManias used to be. Mm-hmm. So the size of WrestleManias was okay because it was that venue. But when you see like you know, 90 to a hundred thousand people. You, you see the big pan up from the, from the top. From the so ble- that is, from that the is top, awesome. And I'm like, it is, but if you're at the top, it's like, why are you there? It's just, just to so be you there can watch experience. TV. Well, a couple but that's things the thing about I that. feel bad is like, if it was smaller, like everybody has a good seat, like all well, here's arena, a, that, there's no, there's no bad seat there. 
yeah, but the Allstate Arena is a dump. Um, so with that, I've Jeez, sat in those. Man. I've sat in. It is a dump. You know what it is. It stinks in there. It's not like stale popcorn. And all no, it, it's. Um, the I've 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 been in those big stadiums for WrestleMania, and sometimes I've sat up top high. It's never as far as it seems on TV. Like TV always makes everything look better, so you can still see what's going on. Granted, you're looking at the screen, but you're also there as part of the atmosphere. You're not necessarily there for the view. You're always gonna have a better view at home, no matter mm-hmm. where you're sitting. Yeah, even if you're front row, because they could go on the other side of the ring on the outside or in the crowd. You're not gonna see them, so you're always gonna have a better view at home. But if just, you, but just, if you take away the fact that you're there for the experience. Because I mean, you're more there to see the show, and so even you're, concerts and stuff like that. It sucks because then you're just watching a screen. So you're more pro arena WrestleManias as opposed to stadium WrestleManias. Oh yeah. As a, yeah. Okay. That's a good debate. I don't know what I am. I I don't know. I I like the idea of a small mania like WrestleMania 22 was the last small one at the Allstate Arena, but I I think just the giant stadium makes it seem cool. Mm-hmm. to me I'm, I'm like and i think it's kind of a reality check sometimes for people that aren't wrestling fans like this past wrestlemania i was at my in-laws house and like i was watching it and like the wrestlemania they're like there's that many people there i'm like yeah like how many people are there i'm like i don't know like seventy thousand. there's gonna be another seventy thousand next week like, <laughs> and they fly in from across the world <laughs> yeah like why i'm like listen i'm not going to explain wrestling fans to you but um <laughs> look i don't have the time buddy <laughs> listen, I, listen pal um I don't know. I think I can't decide what I'm pro if I'm pro arena or pro stadium. Granted, the arena is also much louder always because of the way sound travels and all mm. that. But I just think about that. I wasn't prepared to to answer that in this week's show. So I I, th- I think stadium would be cool because there's so many people that can get together and and like celebrate that that you're there. You know, I mean that's what it turns into. Like I was there. I'm here. You know, I, I met yeah. up with a bunch of people. We we hardly like saw anything <laughs> like go to a baseball game like you hardly watch the game you're just kind of there you're talking getting something to eat you're going to the bathroom you're buying merch or you know oh i gotta watch this match but it, so it's not like you're watching the entire event you know yeah yeah it's yeah it's, it's an experience though and you've never been to a big mania and maybe next year i'll get i'll drag you out to philadelphia and you'll go to mania weekend <laughs> we'll see you'll see um it's a, it's a fun time just to be there. It's just the Mania Weekend experience, and I've talked about this in the show. If you go back in the archives, I've interviewed people that went to Mania for many years, of course, and it's just you got to be there. for. It's not just WrestleMania itself. It's everything. It's WrestleCon. It's just the the vibe of a city. Like, there's just wrestling fans everywhere. You got it a little bit with StarCast, I think. You kind of felt it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you, that's just in, like, Schaumburg, Illinois. It's just a right. part of the town. But like the entire city's taken over and there's just wrestling fans. There's people dressed up everywhere and all the international fans are just crazy and, and super hyped about it. So, um, I, I think I lean now I'm talking to myself into being leaning more pro stadium for big events for mania. So more people can come. It could be a bigger thing. So that I'd say is a little bit better now is the, the whole feel of it being a massive event is, mm-hmm. is better. No, I don't really remember, um, when WrestleMania, felt to me as a fan like oh this is a uh, like the super bowl where kind of everyone knows about it um i know they started going into stadiums at, at 17 but mm-hmm. for me i don't know maybe probably orlando wrestlemania 24 when i went at, at, that was kind of the first time i felt like oh wow this is like a whole thing you know it was, it was a 
bunch of people everywhere. There's theme parks. There's wrestling fans in black t-shirts at Disney World. And it was a whole, that's kind of thing for me when I felt like, oh, this has taken over. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, more so when the town, you know, kind of converge or, you know, is that Mm -hmm. a word? Yeah, I guess so. But the whole town just like converts to wrestling, Wrestletown. Wrestletown, USA. (laughs) Phonyville. check it Sunday, live, live, live. Phonyville. Fraud City. Fraud. (laughs) Fraud City. (laughs) Where's the monsoon? Fraud City. What? (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you go to the bars, you go to to the local shows, and even like the conventions and all that kind of stuff. I mean, everybody, all the other uh, promotions and stuff, they, they plan their you know, WrestleMania mm-hmm. weekend along with WrestleMania. So, you know, you'll find all these little indie promos like, oh, come out, check us out, WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> Speaking of Monsoon, the announcers were better back then. Jesse Ventura, Bobby Heenan, Grove yeah. Monsoon, even Vince McMahon. You know, even though I never was a big Vince McMahon announcer fan. Well, I, I don't feel just... like the, the partnerships are as strong. I mean, I, I think Excalibur and Tony and, and Taz and Excalibur, like, they kind of have chemistry. Mm-hmm. But... Um, What's the other guy? I'm trying, Michael Cole, like he he's with he doesn't have like a dedicated like you you don't think of anybody else when you think of Michael Cole, you just think of Michael Cole. That's true. That's like true. I'm gonna think of Michael Cole and uh Pat McAfee, you know, maybe for a little bit of that SmackDown time, but it's not like oh that was a that was a real good tandem of, of announcers. Maybe Corey Graves, right? I know, I think Corey Graves, I just think Corey Graves because he works with um, you know, that other guy that is it uh, Byron or, or yeah, Patrick, whatever his name is, yeah. Yeah, what was the other guy? He was like from MMA announcing. He was there for oh, Jimmy um, something. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah no. he was there Jimmy for about Smith. A year Jimmy Smith was there for about a year, yeah. Yeah. And then Marl Ronaldo was there, you know, for a little bit in NXT and all that, but But I, yeah. I, I envision those guys as individuals, not like the the team of Bobby and uh, Monsoon or Monsoon and um Jesse. Mm-hmm. Or, or King thing, and Jr. Yeah, I mean, but even like King and Jr. weren't to me aren't as, as close. They don't hold a candle to Gorilla and Bobby. <laughs> yeah, they're just the best. And like even Gorilla and Jesse, but Gorilla and Bobby to me are just just so funny and like just the best the entire time and just Sh- telling stories. Definitely, uh, they're the best. Gorilla and Bobby, best best announcing team of all time. Um, better than Bobby there's... and Shivani on WCW. Yes, definitely. I hated Shivani at the time, but looking back, he was really good. You know, yeah. it's like we're out of time, and like Luger won the we're title. Gonna, we're going to stay with this as long as we can, folks. Luger won the title, or when Goldberg won, he's like, he got him up. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> like he's all pumped up. <laughs> you know, great stuff. But Jr. Be- Jr. was great, but over time, he's become kind of a character of himself. Yeah. You know, because of his catchphrases. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily his fault. He was just doing his job, and he was great at the time. And his 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 calls live on forever. You know, like yeah. good God Almighty, they killed him, and <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, it's gonna live on forever. But yeah, I remember we were listening. We were listening to a podcast, and Jared was saying, "Yeah, he didn't like the Southern in me, and this and that. And he wanted me to come back as a cowboy, so he made me wear this stupid hat, and you know, made me dress up like a. No, he's, that's all he's doing is wearing the hat. <laughs> it's his thing. He, he's, he's even his uh, his book is named. What is it? Under, Under the black, black hat. hat, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, you just kind of embrace stuff like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff we can get into, but this is just a casual show. This be a couple of different discussions, but let us know what you guys think. Is it better? What What's better now? 
what was better back then. You know, there's, uh, you know what? I got one more, like the arcades sure. in like early video games. I thought was like fun. Cause it's like, okay, this is, you know, professional wrestling, you know, I got, but that was like discovery. Some of those games now suck like that. WrestleMania, the arcade game and like WrestleMania challenge and steel cage challenge. Those games are terrible, awful, but, but like big games like revenge and like WCW versus the world. And yeah, for us, those, well, those, those are still too. great. Mm-hmm. Those are still great. But you talk about like the actual, like, Stand-up arcades? Oh, the stand-up arcades, the WrestleFest, and the... What was that other one that came before that? Superstars. Superstars, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about those... I mean, I I was a kid, too, so it's like anything wrestling was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Like, that's like that was just a thing. And I I would imagine kids now are just as excited about wrestling stuff. The kids that are growing Mm -hmm. up that are hardcore fans, like, oh, anything wrestling, I'm in, like... I'm at the store, like, ooh, there's a wrestling shirt. I got to check it out or, or yeah. whatever it is. I'm sure it's the same thing. So so the other day I was checking out, it's a, it's like a stand-up arcade, like the one-up machines, uh, but it's yeah. res- retro mania wrestling. And I'm so, like, close to, I don't know, I don't have a place for it. You know, you know res- retro mania? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the old, like, WrestleFest, but it's got, like, Jeff Cobb. It's got uh, Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, even Matt Ryder, or Matt Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Cardona. Yeah. Like, he's like all these wrestlers in there. They got some old guys and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I really want this. I think it's more because it looks a lot like WrestleFest. Mm-hmm. How much is it? Um, I mean, I just pulled it up now. So it's a WrestleMania bundle, 128 gigabytes, 299 You could afford that. Just throw I it can't. in the living room. I can't. <laughs> throw it in the living <laughs> room. Hey, Ma. Throw it in the garage. Throw it hey, in the Ma. garage. Hey, Ma. Get rid of this Kiro cabinet. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. We're not putting it at Beck's house. Hey, there you go. Drew, we're gonna put this in your room, Drew. It's like okay. See, cool. you got you got you got a big plan. You're ready to go, man. I do. You're ready to go. So where are you going this week? Where are you going on vacation? Like a little trip? What's going on? You got your birthday. Uh, your trip. birthday's this week, so. Yeah, it's more for. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> you don't even know where you're going. No, and I, I, we're gonna go to the St. Louis Zoo. And then the other part I was trying to think of was Grant's Farm. Never been there, never heard of it, but apparently it's a, it's like a farm there, and you get like a free beer. That's what I've been told. You go through okay. as many times, you get some free beers. So you know, I'm down for that. Your birthday's uh, on the 17th, right? Yeah, it is on the 17th. So we'll, I'll be coming home that day, and then we'll go see the show. Then maybe go to the strip club after, get your yeah, birthday dances. Good there times. We go. <laughs> Wear our wrestling shirts. <laughs> Look at these fucking nerds. They got money. <laughs> no, man. Where AEW, I was there. Sure. It's from that uh-huh. night before. I was there for the second coming. So really funny, quick story. Um, we were, this is years ago. My buddy got divorced. So we took him to a strip club and um, like he didn't want dances. He just wanted to hang out and like he didn't want to buy dances or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's wanted to hang out and look at naked girls dance. Um, so we, he figured out how to get the girls to stop bothering him. He'd go, hey. As soon as they would like talk to us, because you get strip clubs, they just I get it. It's like it's a job, it's their hustle or whatever. He'd be like, he'd be like, hey, have you guys seen the Dark Knight Rises yet? And he would just start going over the plot until they walked away. Mm-hmm. So, so he's gonna be like, hey, did you guys watch like AEW Collision? Do they have it out of the screens here? Did you see what happened? <laughs> so you see a punk came back? All that stuff. That'd be funny. That'd be fun. Yeah, man, we got we got lots of play. I don't have any money for the strip club though. So. I don't either. We'll just we'll just sit there and talk about wrestling when they walk up. <laughs> walk in, can we get two waters, please? <laughs> I'll just drink from the sink. I don't even need a, a dollar <laughs> water. PBS to leave immediately. <laughs> man. So yeah, as you're going to you're going down to St. Louis, you can come back up here. That'll be fun. It'll be fun for you. Yeah. 
I, I think so. It's been a while since I've been down there. I think the last time I went out there was go see um, maybe 2012. Mm-hmm. I went with my uh, girlfriend at the time. She wanted to see Coheed and Cambria, and I saw him twice with her. So I'm like, I really like him. So they were, they were doing a show in St. Louis at Pops. It's like, a, I don't know if you've ever heard yeah, of Yeah, I've Pops heard of that. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. So uh, that morning, you know, we find out that they're going to be there. We leave at like, I don't know, 9 30, 10 in the morning. Do a little trip, stop, have lunch, whatever. No cell data whatsoever during the whole trip. We finally get out there. It's like maybe 2 3 o'clock. And then I pull over and I'm like checking my. Uh, um, maybe Facebook, Instagram, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, the show tonight. Sorry, everybody. The show's been canceled. And it was, it posted at like, I don't know, 11 o'clock in that morning. Mm. So we drove all the way out there. So we ended up just having lunch. We checked out the um, St. Louis Arch. You're just that's why like, you guys broke up because no, she said, you should, damn you, Eric. <laughs> no, that's not why. <laughs> so we just, just checked out a couple, I mean, things I've never seen before when I was in St. Louis. And I don't know, then that was it. And then we just drove back home. That's cool. last time I was there, so it'll be fun to go back and kind of see what's okay. That'll be well. You'll have a nice fun trip this this week. Good for you. Yeah, get some time uh, off from work. Yeah, extra good and nice to get some time off work. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Did you take the whole week off? Just five days. I want to save a couple of days for another mini vacation for a rainy day. For a rainy day, because I like to back up. Uh, so take two weeks off at the end of the week, two weeks off at the beginning of the week. That's four days, and there's seems like two days of vacation time. So I got six days. So my wife's going to the Taylor Swift concert in Cincinnati. Oh um, man, I, I wish yeah. I could go. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. No, I'm serious. Well, I well we we heard she and I went to her last tour, right? Mm-hmm. And what's happening now with this this like I told her like what's happening is like it's like turning into hype buy. Like everyone's like panic buying and like freaking out with tickets to the point where like they're seeing people like sitting outside of the stadium listening. I'm like they're like, Oh, I gotta be there. I gotta just mm-hmm. spend extra money. But I'm like, just wait. So she tells me all this stuff. Like my wife's obsessed with Taylor Swift is her favorite artist. Cool, whatever. But she tells me all this stuff. I'm like, look, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, <laughs> I'm not going to you. And be like, hey, Lawrence, you know that uh, Okada's facing Brian Danielson at Forbidden Door and Osprey Omega too. I'm like, no, because I know you don't give a shit. So I'm going to talk about it with Aww. people that do care. Well, she's so. she's going to find a man that cares. <laughs> if she finds a man that loves the Taylor Swift as much as that, good uh-huh. kudos to her, I guess. Um, but I saw I, Taylor. I like Taylor Swift. She's very good. I like her a lot. Yeah. But I'm not going to go that nuts. Her last tour here, what it was the Reputation tour, Lauren and I went to it. I got tickets the day of for like ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like this. Isn't the Beatles? I'm not going to pay two grand to go see her like slow walk and blink at the audience or whatever. Right? She does. I, I don't know. Um, but we're going to see Ed Sheeran again in July. That'll be fun. I like him a lot. I think he's a good artist. We're gonna go do that. So we got plans. Take her to that concert instead. Um, yeah. Look at me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks everyone for jumping on this week, and and hopefully we can help just kick off your work week fun, and your Monday morning goes by a little bit quicker. Um, you could always check out our podcast buddies when we're not around. Our friends uh, at the Fully Posable Podcast. This week they did their Fig Life Hall of Fame, and uh, I called in Bret Hart for them. Which one? What do you mean, which one? Which Bret Hart? Current day Bret Hart. He. Um, oh, I thought you were talking figures. Never mind. No, no. Bret Hart, except, so, spoiler, the Hart Foundation LJNs got inducted into their Fig Life Hall of Fame, and mm. I called my buddy Bret, and he was like, oh, hello, is this? Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll accept the, I'll, I'll accept it, you know, was, you know, Goldberg never had an LJN, so I could do it, you know. So, yeah. 
Check them out at Fully Posable. Uh, hey, speaking of LJN, did you see that CM Punk one? I mean, we're kind of going back, but I'm going to Yeah, it looks, that. you're going to buy it? It looks terrible. Get out of here. It looks you so small. You don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing. <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> just wait till it's $4 in November, like the LJN Cody's oh, were. Oh, man, just like uh, Cody. <laughs> Check out our friends, uh, the Our Vantage Point of a Retro Wrestling Podcast at OVP Podcast. Uh, Joe and Quinn over there doing their retro wrestling show, the old canon. Also, they have their awesome Patreon where they do all the pay-per-view reviews from WWF from WrestleMania 1 up to current day. They're up to 1996 right now. Check them out at OVP Podcast. Also, their sister show, Acid Wash Memories, which isn't a wrestling show, but it is a nostalgia show. So there's definitely some crossover with us. Uh, Our friends Daniel Spencer and friends at the Ringside Podcast. I got to text him because I just saw something because Impact's coming back in July Mm -hmm. and a bunch of the Impact wrestlers are going to the National Card Show which is a giant show, and I'm going to go to that, um, unrelated to Impact, so see if he'll be there. Maybe I can say hello to him when they're back in town in July. Follow the Ringside Podcast. Uh, follow the Breaker and Bane Power Hour. They're doing a show every week. Breaker and Bane are always out there doing interviews, uh, discussion topics, all that. Also the TB Toycast, which was the spinoff show. I think Fully Posable was just on that, so go check them out as well. Uh, our friends the Raw is Nitro Podcast, Lee and Friends, uh, down in Australia, uh, talking wrestling. Although he's lately doing a lot of soccer posts, I guess, or football posts, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> we, we love you, Lee, but I don't get it. Follow them at the Raw's Nitro podcast, uh, and then follow our friend Justin Summers. I don't with get the, it with the Wrestling Cheers <laughs> podcast, talking uh, independent wrestling and all that other fun stuff. So, uh, also, uh, yeah, Jeff uh, with the Work the Arm podcast, he posted something about uh, like kind of going to Goodwill. A bunch yeah. of like wrestling stuff. I'm like, hey, I'll take some of that. He's like, sweet, it's yours. So I got some free uh, wrestling books and DVDs coming my way. So okay, cool. Well, the, the work, the arm podcast. They drink and watch old wrestling. Which is- every every time I look at thrift stores, I, I look for wrestling stuff. I never find anything. Uh, me neither. Me neither. I think everybody does. That's the problem. I think everyone looks for it. No one ever finds. Maybe stuff. I got to go in the hood. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They don't like wrestling out there. Apparently, maybe they no. do. I don't know. So all right, Eric. Well, you have a great trip. Um, we will talk to you this week, and hopefully uh, everything goes well. And on Saturday, we'll be heading down to the United Center to celebrate your 51st birthday. And, 51? Um, <laughs> what an age. Look in my eyes. What do you see? I'm turning 53. No, you're not. You're not I'm, that old. No, but not it, just it, yet. it rhymed. You should be 44 <laughs> or 45? 45. Look, Look at in that. my eyes. There you go, man. That's I'm 45. A, oh, halfway to 90. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it to 90. I'm the cold temp person. <laughs> be like RoboCop. Well, I'll be RoboCops. Like Peter Weller? <laughs> yeah. Half man, half machine. There you go. Oh, man. As always, follow our show at PPW Podcast and on Twitter and also Positively Posting Podcast. Join the Facebook group. Uh, search for us in your favorite podcast, podcast app. Hit subscribe. Leave a review for us if you like the show. And as always, share with a friend. Um, we'll be talking to everybody really soon. Other than that, uh, Eric, have a, have a good night. Get some rest and enjoy your trip. Hey, thanks, bud. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.